Good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Bear Show. I'm Bear with BearIndependent.com, but you probably already know that. Can I get a signals check? Ryan Warner in the chat. What's up, Drew? Stanek, Zub, Zub. Shalom, everybody. Good morning. Velo. What's up, Velo? Nostra Dumbass, five by five. Thank you. If you're new here, don't be a moron. Subscribe, ring the little bell icon. I challenge you as a man to have the balls to subscribe. Unlike the 40% of you who apparently are federal agents and who watch the show but are unsubscribed, what's wrong with you? How many shows you got to see before you're like, yeah, I guess I'll stick around. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody that you love. You ever have one of those mornings where your nose hairs are just completely out of whack and they tickle the inside of your nostrils constantly? That's how, as a bear, you know that there's a change in the weather coming. Today's show is, of course, brought to you by the fine people of the Bear Nation. That's you and RefugeMedical.com. I'm the primary shill for Refuge Medical. If by shill you mean I founded this company in my barn four years ago and now by the grace of the Most High, we're on four continents with all branches of the U.S. Armed Forces electively. So, yes, I shill hard for RefugeMedical.com. Uh Right now, Refuge has a Buckets and Bobs giveaway going. Any uh, bucket you buy, the wound care bucket, the uh, postpartum bucket, the birthing bucket, or the surgical bucket, every bucket gets you entered as a chance to win a custom-built bug-out bag built by me. So, And every bucket is an extra entry. Today, we're going to talk about jobs and the economy. We're going to talk about Biden's polling numbers that, um, believe it or not, are, are not so great. Even CNN is quoted as saying, there's no way to spin this. So that gives you an idea of uh, just how good those numbers are. And we're going to do the national intel. National intel sent in by y'all. Intel at bearindependent.com is the email address. If you can't spell intel at bearindependent.com, you have self-selected out of the ability to provide intelligence to the bear nation. And uh, this should not be because many of y'all are like, Here's a link to a video that Bear needs to watch or a link to an article that Bear needs to read. Nope, nope, that's not Intel. Intel is something you see with your own eyes, hear with your own ears. That's what I want to know. I don't want to know who your favorite YouTube content creators are and watch all the videos that you watched. Okay? Okay, Bear. Cool. Uh, Bear Independent Brief 8, September 23. Data from August shows that job growth in the U.S. has hit the brakes. With the creation of only 177,000 jobs in the private sector that month. For comparison, 371,000 or almost 200,000 more were added to the previous month of July. So, not looking great for jobs creation. ADP reported, that's Alpha, Delta, Papa, reported that worker pay growth has also slowed for both staying in their current positions and those changing jobs. The surprising strength of the labor market post-pandemic has been the main driver of the faster-than-expected economic growth. Now that several years of recovery have passed since the wild year of 2020, you kids remember that year? Remember that year? It's like it was yesterday and forever ago all at the same time. The chief economist of ADP, Alpha Delta Papa, Nayla Richardson, said, quote, we're moving toward more sustainable growth in pay and employment as the economic effects of the pandemic recede. 
we shall see, won't we? Yes, we shall see, because that's what Nayla Richardson of ADP is saying. However, meanwhile, other data from that month shows that employers are feeling the pressure to step up their game as workers demand higher wages to change jobs. In fact, the amount of money workers want to accept a new job has reached a record high of $80,000 annually. I think that people are seeking higher wages to combat inflation, and I think that inflation is far greater than what we're being told, you know, five-ish percent. I think actualized inflation, realized inflation is somewhere in the neighborhood of 18 to 23 percent, but we don't talk about that because that would be bad for economic recovery and for the Biden regime, right? Sean Hunter said, bingo. You guys and girls should make up a bear bingo card and play it during the brief. And if you fill your bear bingo card, you can snap a picture of it and send it to us and we'll send you some swag. I think that'd be a great idea. Matt Bayer said statistics are hard. I know the numbers, right? The numbers. It's almost like there's a reason they don't adequately teach one math in the institutionalized governmental public education system. Because if you understood the numbers and you understood that the numbers were really supposed to be pretty basic, then you'd have a better grasp on how much they control you in this totalitarian regime that we currently have. Don't educate the peasants. They won't stay peasants. In fact, um, I was texting with my oldest daughter before I started the brief because she's uh, got a civics class. And they were talking about in the civics class, our democracy here in the United States of America. And I was like, hey, sweetheart, um, let me check you on that real quick. That's bullshit. We have a representative republic, not a democracy. And it's very important that you understand the differences. And so she was, because she's my daughter, arming herself with knowledge to go have a conversation with said civics teacher today. And uh, she was asking for that quote from Mr. Benjamin Franklin. Such quote is, at the close of the Constitutional Convention in 1787, a lady asked Benjamin Franklin, quote, well, doctor, what have we got, a republic or a monarchy? And quote. Franklin replied, quote, a republic, if you can keep it, end quote. And a republic is fundamentally, foundationally different than a democracy, which is why rabbit hole, all of the uh, socialist communists in control of the regime currently want to teach you that we have a democracy because in a democracy, 51% of the people get to decide what happens to the other 49%. As long as you have a majority, you, uh, you know, mob rules at that point, a republic is different. Quintessentially in a functioning republic, 99% of the people cannot tell what cannot tell 1% of the people what they can and can't do. Now, it begs the question, do we really have that in the United States? Uh, a republic, if you can keep it. Screw it, we're here. It's one of the things that pisses me off so much about the Second Amendment advocacy groups. It's not about hunting. It's not about whether or not you should be allowed to have a scary black rifle. being necessary to a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Why? Because there's a certain amount of turnover that was expected 
in the government by our founding fathers. And it's called public service for a reason, just like military service. And these people no longer serve the public when they serve, they serve themselves. And that rate of turnover as first envisioned by our founders has not been realized, which is why the second amendment was added to the bill of rights. So that if they did not realize their own turnover, we could help them realize it. And I realized that because of public school indoctrination, that that sounds like violent revolution, the overthrowing of a sitting government. That's exactly what our founding fathers had in mind. And yes, I'm well aware of the Liberty Safe debacle, and I don't support them in any way, nor did I support them before the Liberty Safe debacle. The point here is all of those cool goo-gahs and doodads that you bought because you watched the Grand Thumb video is not so that you can LARP on a flat range and take pictures for Instagram. It's because the Tree of Liberty must be refreshed with the blood of tyrants and patriots from time to time. And I think that the big they are manufacturing the precursors to such refreshing of the Tree of Liberty now, probably somewhere around the 2024 election if not sooner, and that there's going to be wide-scale mass civil unrest. It's part of why they intend to uh, arrest and arraign and try and convict Donald Trump. And they're literally talking about the death penalty for Trump. Not to, you know, don't play the short game here, not to make an example out of Trump, although that absolutely has uh, benefits for them and their ideologies. It's to mobilize, in my mind, the large swaths of the country who have simply had enough at this point. Bubba with his bolt-action rifle and shotgun and his pickup truck in the flyover states who's had enough. They want helter-skelter. They want mass civil unrest. They want to create that scenario because of the Hegelian dialectic. Synthesis, antithesis, I'm sorry, thesis, antithesis equals synthesis and they get to control the synthesis they get to control the outcome by causing the problem and creating the solution they get to control the outcome shalom mark chase but that was a deep rabbit hole when we're supposed to be talking about jobs and economies all this to say i think we're in a we're in a period of heightened instability in the country right now and when you couple that with the uh job numbers and the economic numbers, it's a really good time to be getting prepared if you're not already prepared. It is National Preparedness Month, by the way. It's also a really good time if you're already prepared to go through and check all of your systems, find your gaps and address them now while you can, because they, the big day, are also ramping up to begin enforcing COVID 2.0. What that rollout looks like, I have no idea. Hopefully enough people have had enough of their bullshit the first time around that we're not going to tolerate that bullshit the second time around. But there's already people masking, already people masking. They're already, the big, they are already talking about um, what the FAA is going to allow and disallow as far as air travel is concerned. Already talking about implementing different COVID restrictions for public transportation and already whispers of what it's going to look like in the public schooling system with COVID 2.0. And remember, they almost destroyed our economy the first time around. How many people were told that their jobs were non-essential and they had to stay at home? 
which is bullshit because my job is essential to me and my family. So I guess we know what they think is essential and non-essential now, don't we? They're already trying to ramp up COVID 2.0. And so all indicators, it's a great time to uh, press the accelerator on your preparedness because who knows? Who knows? I don't know. My pastor, you might've heard of him. Pastor Joe Fox of Viking Preparedness says that the, uh, we are only 72 hours away from chaos at any given time. I think that's 100% correct. And he and I don't agree on everything, but we agree on all the big things. And we agree about that. Today's Friday. It's possible, given what we've already seen, what we've seen and experienced, the shit that they do, the shit that they can pull, that by Monday morning, it's chaos. We're, we're in chaos 2.0 again. And I think the thing that really pisses me off about that is who the hell are they that they get to have that much influence and control over my daily life? Let's see, it goes all the way back around to Ben Franklin, a republic if you can keep it. We failed to keep it. We succumbed to the bread and circuses of politics in this country. Woke ideologies and death by a thousand cuts and literally the neutering of our males. You know, the average American male in his 20s now has the same testosterone levels as the average American male in his 60s 20 years ago. So, you know, health tips from Bear. Lift heavy shit. Eat real food. Eat meat. Go outside. Let the sun shine on your skin. Do uncomfortable, sometimes, dare I even say, painful things. Get calluses on your hands and feet. Sweat through your clothing. Become a dangerous man. Because you don't have the capacity for meekness. You don't have the capacity for goodness without the capacity for violence and mayhem. If you are incapable of performing violence and mayhem, you're not a good man. You're not meek. You're a pussy. And the world and our country and even your household is suffering right now because you refuse to be the man that the creator fearfully and wonderfully created you to be. And if you read that blue book and you flip through and you see all these men of Elohim, these men of God, the prophets of old, they were men. Samson killed a thousand men with the jawbone of an ass in an afternoon. David killed hundreds of thousands of men. David's mighty men, his special forces, one guy in one battle killed 700 men with a stick. Turn the other cheek, brother. Just turn the other cheek. Negative. That's not what meekness means. You know, turn the other cheek comes from uh, the prophet Micah, Mickey Yahoo, who is drug in front of the king of Israel, and they're deciding whether or not they should go to war. And Mickey Yahoo says, no, we're not going to war. That's stupid. And one of the servants of the king comes up and smacks Mickey Yahoo across the face. And Mickey Yahoo, Micah, turns his face, his other cheek to him, and says, I will speak only what Yahuwah my Elohim, the Lord my God, tells me to speak. That's what it means to turn the other cheek. It doesn't mean to be a sopping wet pussy. 
It doesn't mean that you shouldn't have the capacity for violence and mayhem. Meekness, the connotation in the Hebrew, literally means to have a sword upon your hip and to have your hand upon your sword, but to keep it sheathed. It's violence and mayhem balanced with wisdom and discernment. And if we don't start remembering that as American men, it's just a matter of time before they willingly march us into the camps so that big government can take care of us because it's scary out there. Who do you think made it scary in the first person? Great printer. Thanks, Beaver Reaper. <laughs> coffee or whiskey from us, Biffer 87. Well, it's morning, so we'll go with coffee, but we'll uh, we'll switch over to whiskey somewhere around sundown. Thanks, Velo. Ah, employers offers for full-time workers has leaped by 14% in the last year, reaching an average of $69,475. CNBC reported that the average minimum acceptable salary offer to switch jobs has reached its highest ever level, according to data that began in 2014. So where does the Federal Reserve stand amid this data? Susan Collins, Boston Federal Reserve president, said that while the Fed may be near the peak of rate hikes, rate hikes, quote, further tightening could be warranted, she explained. Overall, we are well positioned to proceed cautiously in this uncertain economic environment, recognizing the risks while remaining resolute and data dependent with the flexibility to adjust as conditions warrant, end quote. BCA Research said just on Tuesday morning, quote, the full impact of the Fed's tightening cycle has not yet been transmitted to the economy. Unless the Fed makes a swift pivot to meaningful rate cuts prior to an economic recession, then the labor market will continue deteriorating and the unemployment rate will eventually rise to recessionary levels, end quote. In other words, let me uh, translate that for you into bare terms. The worst is yet to come, economically speaking says the uh, <clears throat> president of the Boston Federal Reserve, getting back to prep while you can. <coughs> what about outside of the Estados Unidos? Weak data from the Eurozone has caused concerns about growth, and as a result, stock values have slid lower. Of course, China is continuing to struggle as exports and imports continue to slide and the country's persistent deflation is expected to impact the global economy as the cost of Chinese goods lower with the weaker you want. So not looking great. Are we having a thirsty Friday tonight? You know, Big Rich, maybe not after sundown. Shelly Bean or Shell Bean said, we are screwed. Mm, it depends on how you define we. How big is your circle? And how well trained and equipped is your circle? We, like my we, my household, not screwed. My we, my tribe, not screwed. My we, my county? Potentially screwed. My state, potentially screwed. My country, potentially screwed. My planet, potentially screwed. Hey, what's up, waffles? Waffles. 
Waffles, you have been wrenched again. RefugeMedical.com, buckets and bobs giveaway. Uh, listen, here's the deal. If you buy any bucket from Refuge Medical right now, right now, store closes at sundown. It'll reopen at sundown tomorrow. Why? Because six days ye shall labor the seventh is the Sabbath of rest unto Yahuwah, your Elohim. <sighs> Go away, fly. I shall kill you. Any bucket, wound care bucket, um, surgical bucket, birthing bucket, postpartum bucket, Every bucket is a chance to win a custom bug out bag from Refuge Medical put together with my tutelage and oversight. The bag itself is a Squatch survival bag. There are Refuge Medical components in it. There's, uh, They're doing over at the Refuge team, they're doing their own National Preparedness Month. They're partnered with a whole bunch of people like um, Nutrient Survival Food and Mira Safety Gas Masks and Utica Knife Company and blah, 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 Jocko, um, squat survival, et cetera, et cetera. So every bucket you buy is another chance to win. Plus, let's be honest, you probably need these buckets anyway. Preppers like stuff in buckets. And I put together the wound care bucket because if you use your awesome bear fac because uh, you have a traumatic injury and the person doesn't die, and it's post-event or even just a hurricane or a tornado where local emergency services are down for weeks in some cases. You got to nurse that wound. You have to tend that wound. And so the wound care bucket, it's 139 bucks. If you use your Patreon promo code, it's less than that. Um, it has a month's worth of gauze, tape, gloves, and disinfectant in it for one grievous wound or several months worth for smaller wounds. Sealed in a bucket, everything you need, nothing you don't for wound care. Uh, it'll last forever in a day, on a shelf, in a barn, you know, in a cache, wherever. Gauze, tape, gloves, disinfectant. And we've had several people review that product on YouTube and have all come to the same conclusion a, they have no idea how we got all that shit in that bucket. It's really entertaining to watch people try and put it back in the bucket. It's because it's a game of Tetris to get it in there. B, they can't buy all the stuff that's in there for less than you can buy it from Refuge Medical. And buckets are expensive to ship, but we got $10 flat rate shipping on everything at the store. Um, it used to be our lowest shipping cost per item was 12 bucks. Well, now it's 10 and it's flat across the board. So you buy a bare fact, 10 bucks shipping. You buy it, you know, in continental United States. You buy a stomp bag, 10 bucks shipping. You buy four buckets, 10 bucks shipping. Okay. So, and uh, every bucket is a chance to win the bug out bag. Now, from uh, theblaze.com reporting on CNN, headline is there's no way to spin this. CNN mourns new polls showing dismal outlook for Joe Biden's re-election hopes. CNN anchor Dana Bash declared Thursday that it's impossible to spin the network's latest poll showing a dismal outlook for President Joe Biden. The poll found that Biden's job approval is just 39%, the lowest rating since the height of the inflation crisis last year. Even worse, the survey found that in a hypothetical rematch for the White House between Biden and Donald Trump, Trump would win. 47 to 46 percent. 
But the knockout blow, the poll found, is that two-thirds, 67% of Democratic and Democratic-leaning voters want the Democratic Party to nominate someone other than Biden in 2024. Importantly, the poll indicates the majority of Democratic voters, 82%, don't have another particular candidate in mind. They just want someone, anyone, other than Joe Biden. Their biggest concerns about Biden are his age, his mental sharpness, his health, and his overall ability to carry out his presidential duties. Bash opened her show Inside Politics by declaring that there is no way to spin this. So if you've ever thought, man, there's just, uh, there's, I just got nothing in common with the Democrats. Well, it sounds like you might. I want anyone other than Joe Biden as well. I think he's terrible. Laura Sida, someone with a pulse, right? There you go. That We could start with that. Somebody who's not robotic. Literally a robot would be great. Dooby dooby doo. Kamala asked twice this week if she could take over. Yeah, no, we're, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Somebody said uh, Michael Obama. Silverbacks, Michael Obama. Very possible. We've talked about that before. And I think that could be why uh, there was a dead body literally found in the pond behind the Obama's house in Martha's Vineyard. I've talked about it before, but briefly again, um, if we go with this ridiculous progressive narrative, um, how do you how do you beat a white guy in office as a candidate? Well, you get somebody of color. You get somebody who's a woman, Michelle Obama. But then, but then it comes out that Michelle actually is Michael. And now we have a transgender woman, African American female question mark running for office. That the cabal absolutely has their fingers into. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. Big Mike. Ah, uh, let's see. Bonus intel from y'all. The weather has changed here and my sinuses are just like non-cooperative. Bonus intel, 8 September 23. First, these are all quotes. So I'm not going to say quote over and over again. I know this will truly not be intel, but I had an experience over the previous weekend that truly showed the importance of being prepared. I'm a commercial front loader for a garbage company, and while running my route, a vehicle accident happened right in front of me. This is why every one of you should have a first aid kit, a capable first aid kit in your vehicles. All parties seemed to be doing fine until I saw the passenger of one of the vehicles hit, struggling to breathe. It turns out she'd just been released from the hospital after lung surgery. I got basic vitals for the 911 dispatcher and attempted to calm her down from the impact. Her breathing was almost to the point of hyperventilating. I was able to help her calm down to about 15 breaths a minute. Fire department showed up on scene and I gave them basic vitals information and went about my day. The second incident happened the next day. My father was visiting family out of state and my mother had to stay back to do some work. She asked me and my wife if we wanted to go with her to a restaurant in a busy part of town. We said sure and planned on meeting for dinner about 4 p.m. We really didn't want to go to the area because of the traffic, but we decided it would be best to go. My mother got there first, and we were not far behind. 
As I was trying to find a parking space, I noticed at the entrance of the parking lot, an 8- to 10-year-old boy panicking and crying, lying on the ground next to his bike. I told my wife we should check on him because at the time, he was by himself. As I approached the boy, an older woman walked up saying, we got it. We called 911. I looked at the boy and saw he had a patch of skin about three inches wide and about seven inches long gone, exposing his fat tissue. And within the tear was a decent four inch gash deep inside the patch of missing skin. This is why even our boo-boo kits have some trauma med capability in them, because falling off your bike can be more than a skinned knee. And also because like I have a ridiculous ethos when it comes to first aid kits. Band-aids are good. What are we going to do about critical bleeding? So like even the refuge medical boo-boo kit has a way to apply direct pressure, has pressure bandages, has a way to stop critical bleeds. It also has band-aids and OTC meds and all that other stuff you need for children. Let's see. If the impact was just five inches to the right, he would have been a eunuch for the rest of his life. I called my mother, who is a retired neonatal intensive care nurse, and she asked the restaurant if they had a first aid kit. And of course, all they had were band-aids, unlike the OSHA mandated kit that they're supposed to have, ox kit, just saying. The restaurant wouldn't even give the kid a glass of water. Give the kid a glass of water. A good Samaritan had to get it himself. Well, screw that restaurant. That sounds terrible. I was not in my personal vehicle, but a rental and only had gauze and bandage wrap in my son's diaper bag. We were able to cover the wound that it was not bleeding. And at this point, that it was not bleeding at this point and wrapped it and waited till fire and rescue showed up to take care of the boy. While we were waiting, we were finally able to get a hold of a parent. And when she arrived, she was having a very difficult time trying to calm him down. I was trying my best to console an eight-year-old who thought he was going to die. When fire and rescue showed up, we stepped away and let them work. The boy seemed to calm down and he was transported to a local hospital. I would have never thought in a million years that I would have been in both situations. I'm guessing the father had other plans. I'm just happy that I was able to be there in the moment to help out any way that I can. Good job. See, most people don't have the mindset to respond to something like that. They're a, they're a bystander, not a responder. And so good job to you for responding. That's one of the, the habits that we break in refuge training. Should go from bystander to responder. And part of that is equipping and training and arming people to be the good Samaritan, to be able to intervene in the best way possible in a situation like that. Because a lot of people won't stop because they don't have any equipment or they don't have any expertise with the equipment. And who knows what happens to those people? I mean, we literally just got the uh, after action report of our 88th life saved with refuge kits. Praise Yah. 88. And that was a motorcycle wreck that uh, a bystander, one of you all from the Bear Nation, was able to stop and apply a tourniquet. A guy had a deep laceration on his lower leg, apply a tourniquet, get the bleeding to stop, and wait the 10 minutes, 15 minutes for EMS to arrive. Um, yeah. So you, you have to have the kit, you have to be trained to use the kit, and you have to have the mindset that I am my brother's keeper. I am the responder. Because if you wait for EMS to get there, with, the, with certain modalities of injury, EMS will be collecting a corpse. A person will be dead. Now, praise you all that this kid who fell off of his bike didn't have life-threatening bleeding. 
or this woman in the car accident, uh, you know, she didn't have any punctures to the pleural space. Who knows? In car wrecks, you could have a closed pneumothorax and not know it. That's going to, we don't need to get into what that looks like, but, you know, distension of the airway, um, irregular um, filling of the chest cavity with air. And, you know, there, there are signs and symptoms, but you don't know. If somebody hadn't stopped, you wouldn't know, right? So you want to get in the habit of stopping, stopping and helping in situations like that. Somebody else said, I ordered a COVID pack from Dr. Stella. They send everything but budenicide, nationwide shortage. Somebody else said, I received this from a member of my MAG, Mutual Assistance Group. We train together frequently and are affiliated with a larger organization. He owns land east of a small city in northwestern Missouri. And I shared this message across our comms network. Quote, just a heads up, within the last hour, I received a phone call that had a Chinese accent wanting to pay cash for my property. This also happened about a month ago. Name redacted of the 1-3 has also had this happen. He actually asked them if they were working for the CCP, and they hung up. The Chinese have reportedly purchased a good amount of farmland here in northwestern Missouri. That damn balloon also floated over our area and hovered over the Air National Guard base. We are pretty vulnerable along the riverfront. We have railroad tracks on one side, the Air National Guard base on the other side, and lots of food processing plants. And last, I just finished a Seaburn class in Oklahoma City hosted by TEEX, Chemical Biologic, Biological Radiological Nuclear. In visiting with the instructors and State Department of Health officials, I noticed there are a disproportionate, disproportionate number of pediatric classes offered this year. The only answer I could get when I asked about this was, quote, in the past, we haven't really addressed that portion of the population, which makes up about 25% of the population, end quote. I don't know if they, the state and federal governments, are anticipating something targeting our kids or if they are just being cautious, but it quite literally made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I am going to the REMS, R-E-M-M-S, conference next week, and lo and behold, more pediatric classes. So, and there's been a lot of, so that's the end of the national intel. Again, it's intel at barrendependent.com is the email address if you'd like to submit your intel. There's a lot of whisper and rumor that whatever the next thing is, the next pandemic that's created and then distributed by the big bay, that it will be targeting our children. It's Friday, right? It's FAFO Friday. Don't police our, don't censor yourselves. Don't police your own speech. I consider both the pandemic thesis and the vaccine antithesis for the synthesis of control and depopulation. I consider both of those things the use of deadly force. And I will respond in like kind. I'll just leave it at that. You will not harm my children. You will not harm my wife. You will not harm the people I care about. Period. The end.
A brave man dies but once, a coward dies a thousand times. What are you going to do? Kill me? Level me up? I get to meet my creator? That sounds terrible. Hiya. You're awesome. Great to meet you. Thank you for all that cool shit that you did for me that I didn't deserve. Um, I would like my battle axe, sir. I'm ready to go slay some demons. Let's party. I don't know if you can see it, but there's literally a banner hanging up right here that says no peasant shit. You will be for me, Yahweh, your Elohim, a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Exodus 19, verse 6. No peasant shit. Including bending the knee to a government comprised of men that are scumbags. I won't do it. And if you distrust me enough, and if you were concerned about me enough that you were going to weaponize pathology against my children, we'll run out of trees and rope in Oklahoma real quick. That's the brief for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, uh, shame on you. But this is your polite invitation to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. As for everybody else, you guys know the drill. Links in the description to everything I'm about to talk about. Bye, Red. Patreon. Preparedness Consultancy, 10 bucks a month. You ask the questions, I give you the answers. Um, 15 to 30 minute video format, a minimum of three times per week, as well as uh, Thursday night live streams every week on Patreon. Every week, assuming that I'm in a place that has cell coverage, unlike the last couple of weeks. But we did one yesterday night as well. And uh, this morning's video on Patreon is continuing the series of Chainsaw 101, the physics and geometry of felling trees whiteboard session. <clears throat> so you can check that out. There's uh, a lot of exclusive content and, and more access to me there on Patreon, as well as a community of thousands of like-minded individuals there on Patreon. And it's 10 bucks a month. Very affordable. You don't, if you... If you don't feel like you got your 10 bucks from a single video on Patreon, you let me know. Because I get that feedback all the time. This one video was worth my monthly subscription. Thank you. And you're welcome. Thanks for supporting what we do. Joe said so much info there. There you go. Chris W. said loving the Chainsaw series. Very informative. Thank you. RefugeMedical.com. Buckets and bobs, man. Any bucket right now gets you entered to win that bug out bag put together by me and the team at RefugeMedical.com. Um, get the buckets while you can. You know, it's Supply chains are already getting a little screwy again for us. I'm just telling you that flat out. We are, we are hoarding 
some shit. Uh, the technical term is strategic reserves. Uh, but we are building our strategic reserves in, in anticipation of COVID 2.0 because COVID 1.0 was so bad that it killed a lot of small businesses and it almost killed us. And again, that's a direct attack on my family and the people that I love. No, thank you. Not interested. Kiss my hairy white ass. Not doing it. So uh, any bucket gets you entered to win that bug out bag. Um, all of our stuff is HSA and FSA eligible. Adventure kits are back in stock as well. I know several of you have asked about when the adventure kit is coming back. If you click on it on the website, it will say email when available. That's because one of the five colors is back ordered right now, but the other four colors are in stock. So you can go to the website, click the adventure kit. This is the adventure kit. It's phenomenal. This bag is made in the United States of America. It's guaranteed forever. If you break it, I will, I will replace it at no cost to you. And that goes for every single kit that we manufacture, that we manufacture. By the way, we manufacture or are partnered with manufacturers for everything that we sell. That's all made here in the United States of America. See that? That's metal hardware. And if you're tactical, you could tape that so that it doesn't do this. But that's what metal hardware sounds like. Big pocket in the back. You can slide a tablet in there. And it's got literally everything from boo-boos to broken bones to bullet holes. The kit will do. It has all the contents of a bear fact from Trauma Med in it. It's got sutures. It's got OTC meds. It's got sports medicine injury, sports injury type stuff in there for splinting and stabilization. It's got um, sharp shuttles and finger splints and a Slishman pressure device for uh, critical bleeds on children. It's got chest seals and burn dressings and shears and Olay's pressure bandages and Committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquets, not bungee cords. It doesn't have a glow stick. Sorry about that. It doesn't have a glow stick. Um, Allocane emergency burn gel. Look, compression bandages. Oh, look. A skin stapler. Yeah, a skin stapler. It's chock full of stuff. It would take me 10 minutes to go through this with you and show you everything that's in here. But this is back in stock, the adventure kit. And if you use any of the components in here or any other kit to save a life, I will replace them at no cost to you. As I've said, 88 lives have been saved to date with refuge medical equipment. Adventure kit is back in stock. Bear facts are in stock. Shipping fast. Our flagship, everything you need and nothing you don't to work the entirety of the March algorithm. Inner stays on your kit, or the outer stays on your kit. The inner comes out where you can use it. Pop it open with one hand. There's all my stuff. Massive bleeding, airway, respiratory, circulation, head injury, hypothermia, and everything else. It's a better IFAC than what the United States military provides to its soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines. How do I know that? Because thousands of these have been purchased by soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines be carried electively on the battlefield around the world 
because it's better than what's being issued to our boys and girls overseas. Yeah. And it was designed to be better than that. And it is. We've also got a handful of the Origin kits left. These guys right here, an Origin Raptor camo. You can use promo code HUNT23, HUNT23 for these kits for a significant amount off if you're interested. Refugetraining.com. Don't be an ass. Come to class. Learn the fine art of how to not die. Refugetraining.com. There are classes in Pecola, Oklahoma, which is near Fort Smith, Arkansas, that are in the store for the end of October right now. Our team is on the road September and October. Um, and then, you know, they're doing classes in Boise right now. They've got classes, private classes in Indiana. Um, and then they'll be back the end of October, back in Oklahoma. And so we're doing some local classes here in Oklahoma. You are more than welcome to travel for class. And I know that Oklahoma is not near to a lot of y'all, but it is near to uh, the homes of our instructors. And you can't leave people you love out in the wind forever and a day and expect them to be okay when they come home again. And so we're trying very, very hard to balance the amount of time that they spend on the road versus the amount of time that they spend home. And so we have Oklahoma classes the end of October, and we have had people from as far away as Canada, Alaska, and Maine come to class in Oklahoma. So they get to go home too. Exactly, Laura. Elevator Man said, I've got a few different kits. Never been disappointed. Great stuff. Top quality. Thank you, Elevator Man. Tracy Clark, it's centrally located. Y'all can make it. Yup. How do I get a code, Mark R? If you're on Patreon, you have a discount code. If you're not on Patreon, use promo code Bear Nation. That'll get you free shipping. Um, yeah. Always have issues at parents. Horses, cows, cuts, breaks. Yeah, you need an adventure kit, dude. Mark, you needed an adventure kit. Chapters in the violence that justify chapters in the Bible that justify violence. Have you read it? King David said, Do I not hate what you hate with a righteous hatred? There are myriad biblical examples of righteous men being in the right for applying violence when dealing with unrighteousness. Simple as that. Yeshua himself, Jesus the Messiah, flipped tables and drove people out of the temple with a whip. John chapter 3, go read it. And then when the Pharisees are trying to give him guff about John the Baptist, he screams at them, what did you think you were going to see when you went into the wilderness? A man of soft speech and fine clothing? No, a man of Elohim. So, refugetraining.com. There are classes in the store uh, for the end of August here in Pecola. Don't sleep on those things. Go to it. Mountainreadiness.com. Harmony, North Carolina. I will be there. Many others will be there. 
the author Angry American will be there. The team from Tactical Rifleman will be there. Uh, some of the guys from Forged in Fire will be there. And I am forgetting a whole bunch of other people. It's the weekend of October 20th through 22nd. It's 35 bucks for the entire weekend. There is also a brisket and bear fundraiser for Caleb House, our anti-human trafficking ministry. It's 100 bucks, and it's a private event. In addition to Mountain Readiness, you can find tickets for that at mountainreadiness.com. Um, if you're interested in being there, if you're within eight to 10 hours driving of Harmony outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, you should go. It's a great networking opportunity. It's 35 bucks for the entire weekend. There's lots of awesome presenters and classes going on. It's a great networking opportunity. It's 35 bucks. I'll be there. Mountainreadiness.com. Let's see. CalebHouse.org. If you'd like to support actual anti-trafficking, anti-human trafficking efforts, calebhouse.org, which is where I will be immediately following this. I'm going to go put diesel in the transfer tank on my truck, and then I'm going to go put diesel into an excavator, and I'm going, going to continue doing dirt work at Caleb House Actual, which is our restoration facility for juvenile human trafficking survivors. We restore people after they've been trafficked. 90%, 90% of all funds for anti-human trafficking in the United States are spent on awareness. I'm already aware that there's a problem. Thank you very much. The other 10% are spent on rescue. And rescue is important, but 0% is spent on restoration. Where do we put these children after they've been rescued? They can either become property of the state where they can go back to the homes that they were trafficked from in the first place. <clears throat> I have here a report from the Institute for Shelter, Shelter Care. This is an incredibly thick report, full, full of data. And it's looking at familial sex trafficking of 917 cases that were reviewed in this report of 917 cases, 82%, 82% of the children who were trafficked knew who trafficked them. Two years ago, there were only 420 beds in the entire United States for children who have been trafficked to recover, long-term recovery. That number is now up to about 737 beds. That's great. <clears throat> Caleb House will get another 60 beds online. Caleb House 1. And when I finish Caleb House 1, I'll be building 2, 5, 27, 836 until I'm dead. And then hopefully, long after I'm dead, Caleb House organization continues to rescue and restore children from sex trafficking. There's a quote in here from law enforcement. Children don't often cooperate for their own best interest, but for the interest of preserving the family, even at their own peril. Their family who trafficked them in the first place. 
So we have to break that generational curse. We have to break that cycle. And that's what Caleb House does as a restoration facility is a safe place to meet the mental, physical, spiritual, financial, educational needs of these kids so that we can build them into awesome, productive adults who are then weaponized for good to go out there and fight this battle themselves. We got to turn the tide. And this is how we are doing that is through restoration. So if you're interested in participating in that, Caleb House, Caleb with a K, CalebHouse.org. Of course, you can find all of our swag, t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, our brother Rex's, the real dope shirt, our brother Saw's facts not feeling shirt, proceeds from which all go to benefit Caleb House at grindstoneministries.com. And you can buy your coffee from mooseruncoffee.com, a portion of the proceeds of which go to benefit Caleb House as well. Elizabeth Grace, bear your passion for those children is so heartwarming. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being you, Elizabeth. We are commanded to forsake not the widow and the orphan. I believe it's in numbers. It says, and if you turn your ear from the cry of the widow and the orphan, then you, then your children will be orphaned and your wife will be widowed. Those curses shall come upon your head. If you know about it and don't do something about it, your children will be orphaned. Your wife will be widowed. I don't do this out of fear that my wife will be a widow and that my children will be orphans. I do it out of obedience that the father put Obedience to the calling that the Father put on my heart. And it is hard way more days than it is easy. But it is good, even in the most trying times. <clears throat> and we are blessed with the best audience on the face of the earth, bar none. There's 191,000 of y'all. And you have poured into us to be able to rescue dozens of children. We're in the process of restoring dozens of children. We just graduated a dozen people from our program. Praise y'all. We operate a network of safe sites Got teams in the field all the time doing stuff. An entire victim services team taking care of people. We've been able to deploy with Grindstone 41 times on natural disaster relief and remediation deployments. Moved thousands of tons of food and water and baby supplies and perishable goods for disaster relief, hundreds of thousands of tons of debris, given away more than 6,000 copies of the scriptures for free, baptized more people than we can count. There were two or three more people baptized yesterday after refuge training. Not that that's part of the curriculum at refuge training. 
but it speaks to the ethos of who we are. We've got to witness to and minister to thousands and thousands of people. And 88 people are still alive because you all support what we do. It's humbling and amazing. And there is not a set of adequate words in the English, English language for how deeply I feel for y'all. Thank you doesn't cut it, but it's all I got. So thank you, every one of you, for participating in what we do with Refuge Medical, with Refuge Training, with Bear Independent, with Grindstone Ministries, and with Caleb House, because we'd be dead in the water without you. Y'all have an awesome day. I'm out. Shalom. Thank <laughs> you.